Hello, and welcome to Food Plus Freedom, a solution-based podcast and website for freedom-loving people, where you get solutions about food, buying supplies, and finding freedom for your family without always being dependent on big government, big business, or big agriculture. Please subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Plus, visit our website, foodplusfreedom.com, for more podcasts and articles and a free newsletter that will keep you up to date on everything we're talking about. Social media, we're on Twitter and True Social at Food Plus Freedom, Podbean, foodplusfreedom.podbean.com, Telegram, food underscored plus underscored freedom. Hi, I'm Janet Davis. Today is episode five, September 21st, 2023. This is the second of a seven-part series of mindfulness and knowledge. Today we're discussing bioengineering and GMO food and products. I will include any links in the show notes on foodplusfreedom.com. Don't forget to listen to the end for your tip of the day. Now, on with the show. So what is bioengineered food? Well, it's a new term for genetically modified food. If you go to the USDA government site, which I will have on the show notes at foodplusfreedom.com, it, it is ams.usda.gov slash sites slash default slash files slash media slash b underscore consumer dot pdf. There'll be a link. Don't worry. This is a PDF from the USDA. Now, should we believe the USDA? That's up to you. But I'm going to give you a few things to think about. It used to be called genetically modified. Genetically modified. Let's break that down. We're going to take the genetics of something and we're going to modify it in a lab. Now, the USDA, which is United States Department of Agriculture, the FDA and the USDA both have their hand in all your food. This is what they say in this little sheet. Bioengineered food, what is it? Food that contains genetic material, genetic material, think about those two words, that has been modified through certain laboratory techniques and for which the modification could not be obtained through conventional breeding or found in nature. I'll read that one more time. What is a bioengineered food? Food that contains genetic material that has been modified through certain laboratory techniques and for which the modification could not be obtained through conventional breeding or found in nature. Man is messing with what God gave us to eat, wear, etc. Humans are deciding how to change what nature has created. Now, of course, the USDA and the FDA, they want you to make sure that this is a good thing. How is it a good thing when we ruin nature? The next part of it is a big labeling issue that's been going on. There's been a lot of different labeling laws in the United States, out of the United States, dealing with globalization, etc. But the USDA on the same sheet, who has now said that they are changing your food, they're changing your 
items because cotton is not necessarily food, but there is a genetically modified cotton seed. So they're t- they, have a, they have admitted they're changing these things and they're changing them how nature didn't intend because if nature had intended for them to be changed, they would have figured out how to do it by crossing, not genetically engineering it and going into the genetics and changing it. So they're changing the way the packaging is and the verbiage. Instead of seeing GMO, unless it's through the non-GMO um, program, which is not a government program, you're going to start seeing these little labels that say contains a bioengineered food ingredient. Look, contains a bioengineered food ingredient. They don't tell you which one. And they don't tell you how it's bioengineered, but they do give you a picture. Then there's another symbol that's a black and white colored symbol that says bioengineered, like this is a good thing. They also allow you to have a QR code that says an electronic or digital link. But if you're over a certain age, and I even shouldn't even say age, but if you're not somebody who's doing QR codes, you're never going to get this information. And then the last way they're getting you the information is you can give them their phone number that consumers can text and then they'll get the information. So now they want to get your phone number to send you information so they're going to be able to track you a little bit more. So just on this top of this one sheet, they're admitting to changing things in a manner that is not natural. They're telling you how they're going to label it. It's really teeny tiny. We've never seen these labels before. And they want you to identify that you want to know what this information is, because guess what? We don't want it, period. We don't want it. You may ask yourself, why don't you want it? Let me give you a little more information off of this sheet. And I am only looking at one sheet that the USDA has put out. There will be other links in the show notes that you can look at for how much they're spraying and how they're changing the verbiage of what they're calling what's in your food, like pectin, which is really scary. Pectin, they don't have to tell you if it's been genetically altered or if it's organic or if it's not organic because it's been changed so much from its original form. It's from the rind of an orange peel. It's what makes your jellies thick. It's a thickening agency. They don't even have to tell you because the government says it's too far from what it was. So it's something totally different. We don't need to tell you. But anyhow, on this sheet, they also have this word derived. I noticed on a package of candy that it said that there was food ingredients derived from bioengineered. And I thought, what does that mean? Well, according to the USDA, they say, quote, unquote, you may also see derived from bioengineering or ingredients derived from, from a bioengineered source on a label. In this case, the company has chosen to disclose that they're using highly refined ingredients that do not contain detectable modified genetic material in the finished product. This is one of the main reasons we do not want 
genetically modified food. They just admitted that they can create food that is genetically modified, bioengineered, and you can't even test it to see if it has been altered or not. Derived mean they made it. They made it so good that if you test it, it still doesn't look like there's anything wrong with it. It looks perfectly like nature made it. They are playing with our food and our sources so much that even if we try to test it, we're not going to find anything wrong with it. Just a little bit more on this sheet I'm looking through. And what's important about this is that this gave us a deadline of January 1st, 2022, which means they might have already been doing this to our food, and I'm going to guess they have been, but because of laws coming out of Congress, they have changed some of it. And some of the questions are, what foods required bioengineer food disclosure? My opinion, it should be everything. But this is what they say. Highly refined ingredients like sugars and oils, foods that are primarily meat, poultry, or egg products do not require a bioengineered food disclosure. Let me read that again. Foods that are primarily meat, poultry, or egg products do not require a bioengineered food disclosure. Another reason why we do not want their bioengineered. They're going to give it to us if we want it or not and say we don't have to disclose it. Food sold by very small food manufacturers and foods served in restaurants, food trucks, trains, airplanes, delicatessens, and similar retail establishments are not required to provide a bioengineered food disclosure. They might voluntarily do so, but they are not required. This information goes back to the podcast we did Tuesday about eating local, meaning knowing where you're getting your food from, because anyone who's buying food, even your small mom and pop restaurant that you want to give your business to, if they're buying it from a food place, they don't have to tell us. They may not even know. Scary. It's very, very scary. It's not on this page here, but you will also find this on your vitamins. So go look at every single vitamin that you have been taking. I don't care if you've been taking it for 10 years, 100 years, 5 seconds. Go read the ingredients. We did the same thing with our vitamins and found that many of them had said that they were bioengineered. They contained bioengineered. There is a question on here. Am I already eating bioengineered foods? You bet you are. Yes, bioengineered foods are already on the market. Varieties of a few fresh fruit and vegetable crops such as apples, papaya, as well as certain grains and seeds such as soy and canola are bioengineered. If you do want a list of bioengineered foods, I will have it linked down there. So you can go look at any of the bioengineered foods that is already out there. You know how I said that the USDA was only part of the issue? The other part is the FDA. There's other alphabet letters as well involved with the whole thing. But I just want to point this out. On the FDA site, 
And again, I will have these linked. What's very interesting is that on the websites, they no longer have the date something was written. You know, once upon a time, we used to do a blog post or an article, and we'd say, written July 5th, 1995, or whatever what it was. Even on the website of the government, it used to have when the article or the information was written. They're not here anymore. But on this FDA.gov site, which again, will be linked in the show notes, it's called Feed Your Mind. And they make this whole stance on why GMOs are good. I'm not going to get into it. But I want to go down to the area where they say there are GMO crops in the United States and they list two, four, six, eight, ten, eleven. Eleven items on here. Alfalfa, apples, canola, corn, cotton, papaya, sugar beet, summer squash, soy, bean, potatoes, pink, pineapple. Eleven. A comment about the cotton, cotton seed is used as an oil, but cotton is also used for a lot of your clothes. Think about that. You are getting genetically engineered clothes. So if we go to the other site, which is the Agricultural Marketing Service, USDA, U.S. Department of Agriculture, list of bioengineered foods. They have alfalfa, Apple, canola, corn, cotton, eggplant. Hmm, that wasn't on the other one. Papaya, pineapple, potato, salmon, which wasn't on the other one. Soybean, summer squash, sugar beet. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. So this one has thirteen. It doesn't tell us in either one of these what other products are being played with. For genetically modification. We have no idea. If you think it's a really good idea that people are playing with food because in the name of quote unquote more food for people to eat, you need to think again because we're not having more food for people to eat. We're having sicker people for less people to eat the good food and we need to get to that food. But this is just two different sites in two different areas of our government, and they're not even giving us the same, the same information. If you want to go through and read everything they have, be my guess. I've done it. It's really, really, really scary. There is a about the symbols, information for the consumers, rulemakings, you know, documentations. But there's something that is very interesting. There's something that's called ISAE, and it's I-S-A-A-A dot org. So it's I-S-3-A's dot org. This is a map that you can pull up any food, basically. So I put in here um, alfalfa. And up came three different alfalfas. It tells me that it is genetically modified because it has a trade name of Roundup Ready Alfalfa. Anytime you see Roundup Ready, that's good old Monsanto's, which is no longer owned by Monsanto. And the last one says trade name Harvey Extra. You can click on each one and get more information. 
So let's see, we have alfalfa, apple, canola. There's tons under canola. Now, chicory. C-H-I-C-O-R-Y. This is a plant that is in the herb area that many people may not know grows wild in their yards. It grows in our garden wild. We found it. It We add it to our coffee. It tastes great. If I click on this, because remember, chicory is not listed on either one of the lists of being bioengineered, but I click on it. It tells me what the crop is. It tells me who the developer is in the Netherlands. And it gives me the traits they're trying to change on it. It gives me introduction, the pollinators, what gene is being introduced. It's giving me all sorts of information. It's saying here that this was last updated in August 2012. And it stopped being worked on in 1997. But it does give me this information. So if this company in the Netherlands was working on this, that means there's a lot more potential for genetically engineered food, bioengineered food, than we even realize. I'm going to slide down on here and look for a different food. Let's put in apple. And I almost, from looking at this, I almost think this isn't being used like it used to be. Like, you know, I put in, it says there's 217 crops. And I just, I just get the feeling, maybe I'm wrong. There used to be a lot more. But if I click on the GM approved database, it gives you information about it for the traits, the crop. Um, Last update was from Brazil in 2023. Philippines last updated this in 2022. The U.S. approved the canola event in 2022. So it is, it is current, but how much are they really putting in here? You can go through and look who is, you know, who is updating what in there. So the last time that this database was updated by the U.S. was canola, and it's for food and feed. That is something I will talk about more in the series, the food we feed our animals that feed us. But this was done in 2022, and it is canola oil, rapeseed oil, which we need to stay away from. It does not give us the method or trait introduction. It does not give us the genetically modified trait. It doesn't give us much information at all. It says it's introducing something called DMO. And it's telling you that in Canada, it was directly used in food and feed. In the United States, it was updated in 2022 and also updated in March 8th of 2023. So now, not only are they putting this genetic, so we know the problem. We know that the world, as it may, is trying to poison us with genetically modified food, bioengineered food, clothing, etc. 
So what can we do? Well, the first thought is, well, don't buy them, don't eat them, don't use them. That would be so much simpler if we actually knew what the products were to stay away from. So let's go over a few of those. If you look online, you can find things like Dirty Dozen and Clean 15. Um, that has to do with pesticides as well. Let's just look at the genetically modified and let's look at what they now call bioengineered. We have to keep our eyes open because the name keeps getting changed. These statistics do come from the FDA. In 2020, soybeans were made up of 94% of all soybeans were genetically modified. So if you stay away from soybean plants, or if you are going to have something with soybean, it's organic soybean, you should be safe. But, and I say that with a huge but emphasis, many products, including things like chocolate chips, they are using soy lecithin. And if it's not organic soy lecithin, it is genetically modified. It is bioengineered. In 2020, 92% of corn planted was bioengineered. So you have anything that is added to any of your food that's called corn, corn syrup, corn starch. You know, used to go buy some corn starch for thickener. That is all biologically engineered. In 2013, 95% of canola, which is canola oil, was GMO, and sugar beets, 99% of it, and sugar beets is sugar. If you're buying sugar that is called just sugar, there's a good chance it's sugar beets and it's genetically modified. If you get something that says organic sugar, it might be sugar beets, but it's not going to be modified or it's not supposed to be. But if you buy cane sugar, that's not genetically modified. I'm not talking about places that spray. I'm specifically talking about genetically engineered food. Some of the other ones are cotton. And that affects both seed. They put cotton seed and cotton oil in our food. But that also goes to our animal feed. Um, again, we'll talk about that more. Why are we putting all this crap in our animal feed? We're feeding our animals crappy. We're feeding ourselves crappy. But what about the clothes you wear? The chemicals that they're using and the modifications they're using on the cotton is getting into your clothes as well. Potatoes. Did you know there is a GMO potato? It was developed to resist insect pests and disease. They were also developed to resist bruising and browning, you know, when they're being thrown around and packaged and stored and transported. On this article from the government says, while browning does not change the quality of the potato, it often leads to food being unnecessarily thrown away because people mistakenly believe brown food is spoiled. So the reason for genetically modifying your potato now is so that it looks better. I have a really good idea. 
decentralize your potatoes so that people can get them fresher. So there is a genetically modified potato on the market. Um, years and years ago, I read an article that uh, McDonald's had it and people said, nope, we're not going to buy it. And they took it away, but it's back. The other ones are papaya, summer squash. If you're buying summer squash, buy it organic or buy it from someone who you know is growing it. Alfalfa, mostly you're going to run into that if it's you're feeding other animals. We've talked about apples. So basically you need to read what is in your food and stop buying it. One of the easiest ways to get away from genetically engineered food is to get away from processed food. If you start reading your crackers and your potato chips and anything that's been made, you will notice that a lot of it is made with these genetically engineered foods. It's really hard to have make a lot of money, put it this way. It's really hard to make a lot of money if you're selling something of high quality really cheap. So they use crap to make it taste good so that we eat it so it's cheap. Oh, and then we get sick, but that's a whole nother story. So the number one thing I want you to do is I want you to figure out what you are eating and figure out what is genetically engineered and how you can stop eating genetically engineered food. Your dollar has a lot of power. What do you think would happen is if it, within five miles of a McDonald's, nobody bought fries anymore? I mean, nobody, because they're genetically engineered. So what happened last time, they stopped using them. So use your dollars for power so you can, you can get some changes. A second way, when you're shopping... I want you to look at what you're buying fresh. If you're buying it in a store, there's going to be a PLU code on it. If you are buying it from the farmer or from your neighbor, they're going to tell you, now, I, the, this is the seed I, I bought. Nope, it's not genetically modified. Nope, I only plant heirloom. You're looking at where your food is coming from, where it started. That's the second thing. The third and final thing I want you to do and to work on is I want you to notice which of your foods are high on genetically engineered and bioengineered and stop using them. If you are a candyholic or your kids are a candyholic, this is going to be a hard one. But anytime that they have dyes in the food and artificial flavoring, artificial coloring, it is genetically modified. Go pick up almost any candy bar at the store, read the ingredients, and it's going to say bioengineered. It may say some other things that you're like, what is that? And you'll have to look them up. But you have to get away from that high candy, high fat, high garbage processed food. It might seem like it's going to really be hard to do, especially if you have children or you're a junkaholic. But remember, 
you want freedom and being healthy gives you a lot more freedom than if you're not healthy at all. Now, stay tuned for that tip of the day. Do you know what those PLU codes on your fresh fruits and vegetables are at the grocery store? They're a coding system so that the grocery store knows what to order and the producer knows where their food is going. It's pretty global. There are several different types of PLU codes. If it's a five-digit PLU code and starts with a nine, it means that that fresh fruit or vegetable is organic. If it's a four-digit code and it usually starts with a three or a four, it means that produce is grown conventionally. They were supposed to add an eight for bioengineered or genetically modified but I believe it was 2015, it was dropped and no longer required. Imagine that. But the way it works is very, very simple. Let's say you were to get bananas and their code is 4011 for a conventionally grown banana and 94011 for an organically grown banana. This makes it nice if you're concerned that a conventional banana has been dropped into the organic bin. Just look at the PLU code and you will know if it's organic or if it's conventionally grown. Sure, somebody can pull off the stickers, but that's going to a lot of trouble. Well, thank you for listening to our show. You'll find the show notes at foodplusfreedom.com. While you're there, sign up for our free newsletter, we will keep you updated on everything that's going. Until next time, eat real food, grow food, buy local, and be free.